Hello, everyone. Uh, I thank you for tuning in and uh, looking forward to get some meat to help you to make it these next couple of days. Uh, tonight, I've been studying and I came across something that I felt like would be a good start for this podcast ministry when it comes to your spiritual relationship being personal. Um, Many people want the best for you. Uh, I can look at at my life. uh, Many people want the best for me. But when you come to reality, you realize that in my life, in your life, everybody don't want the best for everyone and a lot of times we get so caught up with what we see physically that we forget about the spiritual adversary of the land and right there I just want to take a second to pray Father God Lord we thank you for your grace thank you for your mercy oh God We're asking that you touch us right now as we go to give your word to your people, God. Open up their hearts and minds to receive it, Lord, and help them to endure whatever it is that they may be facing, oh God, and give them the strength to make it through and keep their faith and trust you through it all. And Lord, as we speak on tonight, Lord God, just give them the courage to understand the meaning of your word and teach them and let them know that we can make it. Um, And we know and we are humbled enough to know that we can't make it by ourselves, but we need you, oh God. So Lord, we are asking that you bless this talk on the night, that you bless the listeners that are listening, oh God. Give them the courage to talk about it. Give them the courage to share it with somebody else because this is something that can not only help them, but help someone that may need it, uh, that they may know. Oh, God, so we ask that you bless this in the mighty name of Jesus that we pray. Amen. So tonight, uh, dealing with our relationship with the Lord, we have a spiritual adversary, which is Satan. And he doesn't want what the Lord wants for us. Can I say it again? It's Satan and he does not want what the Lord wants for us. So basically what I'm saying, there is tension in some of this stuff you already know. But this is something that we must take seriously because we would spend so much time fussing and fighting with our neighbor 
to where we feel like they are the evil one, but it's just Satan is using his imps to get to us. So in this life, we are often taught or encouraged to uh, live right and do the right thing and talk right and treat everybody right. But that's the spiritual way. But again, Satan does not want us to do those things that God asks us to do. The Lord wants us to put him first in all things and to love our neighbors as ourselves. But Satan wants us to put idols before God and he wants us to be envious and put us to love our neighbor is what the Lord wants but Satan he don't want us to love our neighbor he wants there to be friction and he's against everything that God is for and God is for everything that Satan is against and there is a ongoing battle that is already won can I say it again? There is a ongoing battle that is already won and is won by the blood of Jesus. So tonight or today, whatever time it may be where you are, I just want to talk to you about how to overcome Satan. How to overcome Satan. Number one, the first thing that we must do is we must have a healthy respect for the enemy. We must have a healthy respect for the enemy, which is who? Satan. And how do we have that healthy respect? Number one, by what I was just talking about, us knowing that he's out there and he's against everything that is good. So how we overcome him, number one, is by when we face him and when we realize that we are facing him, we face him in the name of Jesus Christ. Satan, this spiritual war, this is not a battle that we can face on our own. The only way that we can win this battle, the only way that we can get stronger in the name of Jesus is by putting God before everything that we face. Whether it be life, whether it be death, whether it be sickness, whether it be health, whether it be school. I don't care what it is, your career. I don't care what it is, your job. Whatever it may be, we have to put Jesus in the forefront. And when it comes to our spiritual lives and doing what is right and living according to the will of God and the word of God, we have to make sure that the Lord is first. And we have to realize that we need him in this battle against the enemy. Uh... I'm not going to keep calling the enemy name because I don't want to I don't want him to feel like he have any authority but we must use our authority which is the Lord Jesus to overcome Satan and uh, 
the scripture says in 1 John 4 and 4, it said, you, dear children, it's personal, you, me, uh, dear children are from God and have overcome them. Why? Because the one who is in you is greater than the one who is in the world. And this is amazing to me because how the spiritual realm works. This scripture has been on my heart for the last week. And I've just been wondering, walking around here trying to figure out what is that for? What do I supposed to be doing with it? Should I be teaching it? Should I be preaching it? What am I supposed to be doing with that? And I just realized that the Lord just brought it back to me. We are children of God. And I don't care how, I don't know how you feel about yourself. Maybe you weak, maybe you strong, maybe you have good confidence about yourself. Uh, I'm not talking about arrogance now, but good confidence about yourself. If you don't, or if you just need a little boost, I'm here to tell you, we are, you are a child of the Most High. And if that don't give you joy, I don't know what will. But it says, the one who is greater in you, the Lord, is greater than the one who is in the world. The Lord is in us with his power, with his spirit. So we are able to overcome the enemy because the Lord is in us. Not only that, but Jude talks about Jude. Jude 9 says, but even the archangel Michael, when he was disputing with the devil about the body of Moses, he did not himself dare to condemn him for the slander, but said, the Lord rebuke you. So I'm telling whatever it is you may face in this enemy, when we face him, you must have the Lord first. But not only that, number two is, uh, you, me, we must be able to evaluate ourselves. We must be able to uh, avoid situations to where we be tempted. I'm going to say that again, that, that last part. We must be able, if you're going to grow, and if you consider yourself growing, you have to stop putting yourself, listen to what I said now, you have to stop putting yourself in areas to be tempted. A lot of times we say, well, this happened because blah, 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 blah. This happened because of blah, 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 blah. But 1 Thessalonians 5, 22 says, reject every kind of evil. That's the NIV version. The New Living Translation says, stay away. Away from every kind of evil. That's the second way we overcome the enemy. Stay away from evil. Uh, 
in this world, and this is something that I use a lot when I teach, we all have a conscience. There have been some times in my life I have been doing some things or I have been some places where I know I should have been doing or should not have been. And in those times, I'm sure you can think of some of these instances in your life. You just didn't feel right. And in my life, there has been times where I listened to my conscience and got away from it. But there has been times in my life where I stayed where I was and you know who was happy? The enemy was was happy. The enemy was happy because he used your weak point. He used your weak point. To get you to go against the spirit that is within you. So from this day forward. I summon you to. Avoid putting yourself. In situations to be able to be tempted. So number one we have. Confront Satan with the Lord first. Alright. Number two is. Avoid putting yourself in. Divers temptations. You stop doing it. You stop doing it. Me stop doing it. You stop doing it. It's personal. It's, It's a choice that we have to make. We have to stop. And avoid those situations. Not only that, uh, the third thing is we must resist the devil by submitting to God. Oh, I love this. We must. Resist him by submitting to God. This is one of my favorite scriptures of the Bible. I, 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 I have a lot of favorites. And this is one of my favorites. Because it is comforting to know. James 4, 7 through 10. It says, therefore submit to God. Resist the devil. And he will flee from you. Notice there in the text, you first have to, we first have to submit to God. It does not say resist the devil and he will flee from you then submit to God. No, no, no. Take the word for what it is and say, therefore submit. There is some order when it comes to this spiritual battle. There is some order and this order will always be with God first. So say, therefore submit to God, resist the devil and he will flee from you. Verse 8 says, draw near to God. He will draw near to you. 
Cleanse your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, you double-minded. Lament and mourn and weep. Let your laughter be turned to mourning and your joy to gloom. But verse 10 and chapter, chapter 4 says, Humble yourselves in the sight of the Lord. And you know what he'll do? And the scriptures say that he will lift you up. So in this battle, in this overcoming the enemy, we must be willing to submit to God and give our lives over to God and let the Lord know that we need him and we can't make it without him. But not only that, it should give us some confidence because we realize that God is not like a woman or a man. Well, what are you talking about, Reverend? Well, I'm glad you asked. When it comes to a woman or a man, uh, it does not matter what you or who you are attracted to. That does not necessarily mean they will be attracted to you. Uh, Somebody said, well, I'm not attracted to nobody. They always come to me first. Look, look, look. Humble yourself. If they always come to you, there have been some people that have been attracted to you and you have turned them down. So either way it goes, whether you are seeking someone or someone is seeking you, we understand what I just said. Uh, Some people we have uh, been attracted to and they have not been attracted to us. And there have been some people attracted to us that we have not been attracted to. And and that is hurting for the one that, that is wanting the other person. But... When it comes to our spiritual relationship with God, uh, this comforts us because it says when we draw to God, it does not matter what you look like, what your skin color is, how much you weigh, what type of food you eat. It does not matter. If the scripture says that he will draw near unto you. That makes me happy. That, that makes my soul happy. But it says with us drawing to him. The enemy, he's already upset, but with us drawing to him and God drawing himself to us, the scripture says we are to cleanse ourselves. What are we cleansing? We are cleansing ourselves from sinfulness ways. We are cleansing ourselves from uh, 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 going against the word of God. We are cleansing ourselves. We are purifying our hearts because we don't want to be double-minded. We don't want to be living one way here and another way there. We want to live one way and that's God's way. They said we we must do this. And instead of having joy and doing wrong, it should not be a joy. We should not have laughter. We should not have fun and doing wrong. It should bring us to mourning because we are letting the Lord down. Look, I'm talking about our spiritual relationship with God. It is personal. It is between you and God. It It is between me and God. It's going to take some work. They humble yourselves. So this third thing, look, we have to submit to him. We have to give him control of our life. Do you hear me? We have to give him control of our life. 
And the last thing is, we have to always be prepared. When I look at my job, uh, working on campus, there are times where alarms go off on campus. And the fire trucks and the police, they show up. Why do they show up? They don't show up because there is an emergency. They show up and they do this because this is preparation. When you see them, they will get out like there is an emergency going on, but there's not really an emergency going on. They're just making sure they have their routes prepared, they have their setups prepared, they are prepared. Last, look, if we're going to overcome the enemy, we have to be prepared because the scripture says he's devouring us. He's seeking someone whom he may devour. So we have to be ready. And the way we be, be the way we be ready is by having the whole armor of God. Do you want better? You have to want it for yourself. Do you you want to do things better? You have to want it for yourself. Do you want a better relationship with God? You have to want it for yourself. So we have to be prepared. And the way that we be prepared is to be in the Lord. Study His Word. Make sure we have a relationship. Having the full armor, armor of God. Ephesians 6, 13 through 17 says, Therefore, put on the full armor of God so that when the day of evil comes, you may be able to stand in your ground. And after you have done everything to stand, the Bible says, Stand firm then with the belt of truth buckled around your waist, with the breastplate a righteousness in place and with your feet fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. In addition to all this, take up the shield of faith. Faith. Do you have faith? How strong is your faith? If your faith is weak, look, we have to build it. The scripture says the size of a mustard seed. But look, it shouldn't forever be a mustard seed. What if I put a seed in the ground? What if I'm planting peas? What if I'm planting corn? What if, what if that seed never grow? It would never prosper. So yes, starting with the size of a mustard seed is small. But we must be willing to grow our faith. Your faith this year should not be the same as your faith next year. But not only does that say, with which you can extinguish all flaming arrows of the evil one. Satan, he he comes to us in all kinds 
of fastest. And if we don't have faith, he will take control of our minds. We will lose our peace. We will lose our joy. We will lose everything. Why? Because we wasn't prepared. So let's say, take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. So look, people. Young or old. The enemy is out to keep us from growing. Young and old, the enemy is out to keep us from growing. But God wants us to grow up. I want you to grow. I want to grow. And we can do that. We can overcome the enemy, but we must do it with the Lord. We must not put ourselves in situations to be tempted to do wrong. We must resist the devil by submitting to God. But not only that, we must stay prepared. We must stay prepared. Being prepared means you're not worrying about what might happen tomorrow, but if something do happen, you are prepared to handle it with the word of God and your faith with the Lord. And maybe you've been battling with some spiritual things in your life. I stopped by to tell you that you can overcome it. We can overcome it. Why? Because it goes back to that first scripture that I read. It says the one who is in you is greater than the one who is in the world. Thank God good. The one who is in you is greater than the one who is in the world. So basically, what I just want to tell you, you greater. Why are you greater? You greater because you got the, the Lord and you have his spirit within you. Well, I was never able to do this. I was never. Look, you are greater. Look back over those things that you wasn't able to do that you wanted to do and, and go to God with and say, God, was this your will in the first place? But look, we can overcome the enemy. Have confidence. Know that you can do this. Trust that you can do this. Why? Because in life, look, I had to learn being a man being young, there was a point in my life where I felt like I ruled the world. But the Lord set me down. I went through some stuff. The Lord brought me out and I'm here to tell you, you can't make it without the Lord. I don't care what it is you want to do. I don't care what, what your passion is. You can't do nothing good without the Lord. So again, I thank you for tuning in. Uh, Reverend Lanzari Sanford from Oxford, Mississippi. I hope this blessed you. Uh, I hope this gave you some energy to move a little bit farther in your spiritual life. And uh, tell a friend, tell a neighbor. Uh, 
because God has great things in store for you to make it in this world. So, uh, you are greater because God is greater. The songwriter said, everything good that has happened to me, God did it. So, uh, trust God, follow him, read the word of God. Said again, read the word of God. Find you a group of people to read the word of God with. Do some plans together. Because we have to help one another. Alright, so thank you all. It's personal. Smile because you are alive. Smile because you have your health and your strength. Smile because it could be worse. And smile because it will get better. Be blessed, you all.